0: This is a podcast from Rover. This podcast is brought to you by New Zealand Idol Season 1 winner, Ben Loomis. Hope F45's treating you well, Ben. G'day there. Welcome to Not For Radio. Jane Dunk
1: here. What a champion. Do you reckon if you owned a fitness outlet like that, maybe a gym of any description, that you'd be a really fit, muscular person? Or do you reckon you'd just uh, become fatter because you've got lots of money?
0: Depends man, depends how time poor you are, like if uh, you can just pass all the jobs on to somebody else, you know, then you're away, you've got time to work out, but if you're running the whole thing and running around like a headless chick, then you could be fat and run f an 45 Yeah, I met this bloke <laughs> in
1: Bali, and he was just probably on one of the biggest bends that life's ever dished up, uh, and I said to him, what are you doing? He's like, mate, I'm, bas- I'm basically retired, and he was 32 uh, I said to him, well, what, what has enabled you to do this? And he's like, well, you know, I've got a certain amount of money that I need to live on. Uh, and that money is generated because he, he was mining in Perth and then started up four F45 franchises in quick succession in Perth and then set up another two in Singapore. Holy shit. Yeah, and so he basically for the money that was coming in from those um, was just uh, living in Bali like an absolute pig and shit.
0: Yeah, how long can you do that for, though, before your liver turns into a raisin? Yeah, he
1: will die. He's just living on clove ciggies and piss, really. Bloody tasty, tasty those things, aren't they? Yeah, it's like eight darts in one. Is it?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, mate, I'll cough up lungs for weeks after a trip to Bali.
0: We uh, had a recent doctor. He's still kind of the doctor for the radio station, Dr. John. He was Mm. saying that after you quit smoking, you can still be coughing up whatever gunk and shit that's stuck to your lungs for, like, 18 months. And then that's when you start to uh, turn it back around. Within two years, uh, after smoking, your lungs can pretty much return back to normal. Yeah. I look forward to that. (laughs) 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 Ever been hypnotised, Jay? Yes.
1: Have you? Yes. Okay. I saw that there. Uh, I have. It was, I can't remember who did it, uh, but it was a big show. It was at a massive theatre, Bay Park, Bay Court Theatre in Tauranga. Uh, and I was quite a young oh, it must have been a semi young buck because I went with my missus mm. uh, and basically how it went well this is all I remember because I paid to go
0: then you became and then part I got hypnotized the and, and th-
1: then I don't remember it yeah. and so we turned up and went to the um, went to the show and basically called for volunteers who would like to be hypnotized and there's uh, a section of us that went a whole selection of us that went up there on stage um, and then he went through, and we went through an exercise where we were looking at, closing up, holding our hands like uh, clasped fingers together and staring at them. And you're yeah, saying, the oh, classic. Is that what it is? Yeah, and they
0: get tighter and tighter and tighter. So you do, he does that while he's standing out the front, right? Yeah. And you're in the audience. And then if you can't pull your hands apart, you're a sitter. Yes. And so we ended up on stage. I can't really remember
1: too much. Oof, I don't really remember anything, come to think of it. Oh, this I'm, is
0: going to be a good story.
1: No, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. The one thing I do remember because I went back and I sat down uh, at what would have been the intermission, yeah, and I sat next to my girlfriend at the time, and I was like, "Wow, man, that's real weird." Because I basically just went back to normal, yeah. and then had this massive gap. But I remember ro- like roaring like a lion, or roaring like a for some for some particular reason. Uh, I remember doing it and it being real loud, like just like this place is going to have the roof lifted off it. And then what when you were roaring? Yeah, and you thought you were going to lift the roof off. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then, uh, and then once the intermission finished, uh, because it's up a big set of stairs, basically, you know those classic baseball theatres. Yeah. Um, I had these massive bruises on me the next day, and I was like, "What happened?" And basically, what they had done is said that we were 007 secret agents, <laughs> uh, and when this music played, which was the show start, second half of the show start, we were to get back down to stage, which is where our rendezvous point was. <laughs> And I just basically cartwheeled like a gymnastics genius down the set of stairs. But obviously I was crumpling because I didn't know how to cartwheel. (laughs) Flipped through stairs, jumped over a whole bunch of stuff. And I vaguely recall someone sailing out of like the wing pulpit, which would have been like two stories high. Mm. Like just big jump dive, full parkour, roll onto the stage, pop up and go.
0: Oh my god! Yeah, but
1: I remember him coming in as if he was jumping out of a window. But in real life he was jumping off a thing. It's
0: Actually, like, wizardry, the shit they can do to people. Well, we
1: use 5% of our brain, they reckon. And if you could tap into another 3% of that, then you can, I don't know, walk through walls.
0: I think the internet and cell phones would have ruined the business of doing those live Mm. hypnosis shows. Because if, let's say, you're a CEO of a multi-million dollar company, you're not going to go up there. No way. You could unravel real quick. Uh, Here's one that's on the internet, and this is just... Like how your brain can think of this when you're in a hypnotic state is just, like this is a whole new language that you're about to hear. Hey, look at me right now. loosen it up. Don't make me confess no unsolved crimes now. You're not gonna, loosen <laughs> up your arm, loosen up your arm. Just let it go, no, let it, just follow my fingers, look down, look down, look down, look down, look down, look down, sleep, that's it, let it go, let it go. So in a moment, when I count to three, Dark Shark, NASA is planning on going to Mars. And we've got you here, our first Martian, when I count to three. One, two, three. Just sit up, open your eyes. Hey there, our first Martian. What's your first impression of the planet Earth here? <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you have for breakfast this morning? <laughs> uh, it doesn't sound good. Did you like it? <laughs> the- what what's the typical Martian meal gonna be? <laughs> Whoa. Okay. What what did he just say, Errol? Uh, oh man. I don't know. He has to say it again. I didn't hear it. Say it one more time. <laughs> you... Oh, there you go. <laughs> and uh, what do you think of the women on the planet here? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Errol, can you say that? Amazing how you can just unlock that. Like in his head, he's speaking like a Martian. Yeah. He's instantly. Knows the entire language. And it's one of the, everyone's like, oh, it's all put
1: on, it's put on. But you can't. (sighs) Fuck, no, it's not. You can't do that. Like, your brain just doesn't think that. Unless you're like, give us a clue or whose line is it anyway scenario, you know, where you can, where you're that fast improv. But it's just average people.
0: So I uh, did a fundraiser for a rugby club growing up and went along and watched. And uh, one of my teammates got pulled up and also my old man got pulled up to the stage. And uh, one of the ones that I remember, which I found friggin' hilarious at the time, was they asked you to come up with the, or the people up there to come up with the next big invention. And my teammate was 12 years old at the time, probably on the cusp, if not just starting to go through puberty. (laughs) And he goes, Hey, mate, what have you invented? He's like, really excited. He's like, I'm really proud to uh, tell the people here today that I've invented magic undies. (laughs) And he goes, oh, what's so magic about them? He goes, they don't stain. He goes, what do you mean, what sort of stain? He goes, the funny ones you wake up with in the morning. <laughs> it wasn't until I got older that I realised the motherfucker had suddenly had wet dreams. Mate, and then the other, Yeah, and then the other one was uh, Dad was in the Melbourne Cup and they had to turn their chairs around, their chairs with their horses. Yeah. And he said in, the, in this Melbourne Cup, there was it was over a few steeples, so they had to like be really aggressive, you know, getting the horses over or whatever. But he also said... When you're coming up, there's going to be one more steeple that you need to clear. It's really high, but unfortunately, your horse is going to clip it. At the same time, everyone else's horse is going to clip it, and uh, you all would have thought that someone's pushed you off and you've won the race, and you should have won the race. And so dad is just swearing or tearing shreds off these people. And he's turning around, he's like, you fucking clip me. And then he yeah. turns around, he sees someone else, he's like, you fucking clip me. Like to all these people, I've never heard dad at that point swear unless, you know, there was road rage or something going on. And I was just like, holy shit, this is amazing. It is. You see why people can get themselves into that state where they get
1: hypnotized and they just unlock all of those memories and feelings and emotions and sort of
0: deal with You've it. You've got to want to be hypnotised. I remember being in a bar in Queenstown and this is the only time I've been hypnotised. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, man. And I didn't want to. And so my co-host at the time was like, you should hypnotise him. And I was like, don't want to. He's like, well, I can hypnotise anybody. I'll just need to take you away for like three minutes and I'll get you under. But, I've, you know, we've got to focus one-on-one. We won't be able to do it at this bar table at the bar leaner. <throat> and I was like, ah, oh, peer pressure. You're all right. And then same thing, I don't remember anything and so like, I go with him and I obviously get put under and I come back to the table. Until this and and still to this day, I don't believe this happened. But apparently I came back to the uh, to the bar Lena and uh, then deep throated a banana. <laughs> That's believable. <laughs>
1: I've, I've seen the way you attack that fruit.
0: And apparently the whole bar was, like, cheering and shit. And I just don't even remember. There's probably, like, 45 <laughs> minutes. And then uh, they do the classic thing at the end where they're, like... Oh, um, you know, for being a part of this, we're going to give you a really good sleep tonight. ruddy, ruddy, rah. And uh, when you put your head down tonight, you'll have a really great sleep. And it was amazing. I had 17 pints and had a great sleep that night. <laughs> Who would have picked? <laughs> well, that one where they just go,
1: uh, three, two, one, back in the room, you've got no clothes on. And you're like,
0: oh, my oh, God. Oh, <laughs> yes. See, I could go, these used to be on TV all the yeah. time. I could easily go back and watch some. Not for Radio
1: with Jay and Dunk. Did you want to hear one of the most hectic daily routines that I've ever come across in my life?
0: Uh,
1: the answer is yes. Yay. Congratulations, Hunter S. Thompson. Familiar with his work? No. Who is he? Hunter S. Thompson is a well. He's a journalist, and he spent quite a bit of time with the Hell's Angels motorcycle club in the early days. Um, mean. Back in the I guess it must have been back I in mean, the 60s. mean. If
0: that's your thing. <laughs>
1: Uh, oh mate, it was it's it was a his amazing book, but he is what they you know Johnny Depp's character, um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yes, yeah, that's basically Hunter S. Thompson, and we're that. in Bat Country. Yeah. yeah, he used to take heaps of drugs. This is this is Hunter S. Thompson's daily routine. 3 p.m. Rise. 3:05. Shivas Regal with the morning papers. Cigarettes. 345, cocaine, 350, another glass of Sheevas cigarettes. 405, first cup of coffee, cigarettes. 415, cocaine, 416, orange juice and cigarettes. 430, cocaine, 454, cocaine, 505, cocaine, 511, coffee, cigarettes. 530, more ice in the Sheevas. 545, cocaine, 6 o'clock, weed to take the edge off the day. 7 05, Woody Creek Tavern for lunch. Holy Heineken, two margaritas, coleslaw, a taco salad, a double order of fried onion rings, carrot cake, ice cream, a bean fritter, cigarettes, another Heineken, cocaine for the ride home, and a snow cone, which is uh, shredded ice, which is poured three or four jiggers of Shivas, which is Sheevas Regal Whiskey. 9 pm, start snorting cocaine seriously. 10 o'clock, take acid. <laughs> 11 o'clock, oh chartreuse, God. cocaine, marijuana. Eleven thirty, cocaine. Twelve o'clock, it's midnight. Hunter S. Thompson is ready to write. Twelve five to six a.m. Chartreuse, cocaine, weed, Shiva's coffee, Heineken, clove cigarettes, grapefruit, Dunhills. I mean, ciggies. Orange juice, gin, and continuous pornographic films. Six a.m. Hot tub, champagne, Dove bars, which is like a um, like an ice cream bar, fettuccine alfredo. Eight o'clock, halcyon. 8.20 a.m. go to bed.
0: How long is he keeping this up for? It's
1: just crazy. I would love to see somebody try and replicate that just as a social experiment.
0: You no, know, you've got to work into that. You'll pop your heart or something's going to go pear shape. you absolutely got to work into that. That's And you know what? And you, and you hear the stories of like Ozzy Osbourne taking acid every day for two years in the mm. late 80s. And you just go... The human body, provided it does not have cancer inside of it, is an absolute weed. It wants to live.
1: That is just... And you
0: can just throw so much shit at it.
1: Unreal. Because Rick Rubin, not that he would do anything near that, but his his time frame was exactly like that. When the sun would come up, he'd drop the blackout blinds and go to sleep. And then as the sun was starting to go down. So he didn't see sun for like ages. That's not good. You need vitamin D. <laughs> terrible for you. And then he's like waking up. Your body's trying to go to sleep, and you're eating, you're drinking coffee to keep it awake. At night, when your body is like, there's a certain thing that has to do with melatonin and serotonin inhibitors going into, into your body, which put you to sleep, which slows down your digestive system, stops you going for a piss, you know, all of the rest of it. If you put food into it, it really fucks with it. So when DC was doing that DC ten kicking competition, where he mm-hmm. kicked balls over goalposts it's for twenty 20- Carter for 24 hours there were certain meals that he had to have at certain times to stop his body going into like a toxic shock reaction to the food that was going in
0: Wonder. Um,
1: so night shift working is the worst thing that you can do
0: apparently that great 15 years off your life eh? doing night shift yeah or do, doing kooky early mornings or whatever yeah shit that's absolutely crook for those of you who like a bit of naughty in your life not for radio <sighs> this next one's I'll be honest, not that naughty, but um, interesting nonetheless. You know how cats, and you've got a wandering cat. Two of them. One of them doesn't wander because it's too old. Have they started wandering yet at the new house? Nah, strangely enough. Great. Um, They will. Mate, if it wanders, there's no way we're picking it up. Jay's got a $1,000 in total vet bill, Mm -hmm. and when he gets to that, that's it's it's lights out, Gorilla Radio. Yeah. Um, And you hear these stories of cats... Like rejoining their owners like two and a half weeks later and they've, you know, covered a phenomenal amount of distance. Like I just thought they must have some sort of GPS in them, like they
1: sharks do. or something like that. I don't know. We moved to we moved to Mount Monganoo, which is about thirty six K's from our farm mm. probably. And when we moved the I had a cat and it went missing and it was gone for probably the best part of a couple of months. And then I heard this meowing outside my window. Opened the door and it jumped. I opened the window and it jumped back through the window. Emaciated, like so skinny, but
0: it'd just been on the road, far out. This is so. This story I got for you is one of the all-time greats. Um, There's a cat whose real name is Dexter. He went missing, uh, and he ended up being called One-Eyed Joe. Um, His Uh, Owners moved in Scotland, um, just up the mainland of Scotland or whatever, a few hours away, and then this thing went missing and then uh, managed to go quite a few hours to a local prison. Was then like a prison stray cat for a couple of years. (laughs) Um, And then five years after this cat had gone missing, he got picked up on an oil rig (laughs) off the coast of Scotland. (sighs) and uh he was wow. on a container ship that was dropping supplies out to the oil rig and they're like what is this thing doing here and so like we'd better get it back to the mainland and figure it out so um if, and little did the owners know that the uh, microchip had actually been swiped at the prison so it came up in the system and then uh, after being at the oil rig they swiped it again so they they know two parts of his five year journey prison and oil rig <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's That's almost like the reverse journey of how somebody gets in there You normally go to an oil rig, become a bad person Then end up in prison
0: Also if there's anybody listening um, in New Zealand uh, And you're working on one of the oil rigs off New Zealand We've talked about this because we've seen the videos We want to go fishing off an oil rig I don't think it's legal or whatever But mm. you just see all these tuna like hanging around the oil rigs And ginormous horse kingfish Kane. yeah. Slide into our DMs, uh, the rock drive on Facebook I reckon we'll probably be
1: able to figure it out. There's a lot of rigs off the coast of Taranaki, which quite a few of my old schoolmates still work at. Oh, mate, slide into their DMs. Yeah, my old business partner, he, he was the one that was telling us, he used to work on oil and gas off uh, the coast of Australia. And at night, when everything was kind of shut down, uh, they would get the crane that would sling the uh, oil and gas pipes into the, whatever, the chute that jams them into the ground. And they'd put a massive rope on it with a big hook, like a shark hook, and catch tuna. With the crane off the oil rig, like what? fucking big tuna.
0: <laughs> um, just, just they're so good. They're worth heaps too, right? If you get them in good neck, get them on ice and send them out to Japan. Yeah, well, they've got a they've got this special way of um
1: preparing them where they poke a hole. Um, it's like uh, icky, but it's like
0: you know, it goes with, down the spine. It literally goes straight through the spinal cord and takes out all of the nervous system. Yes, <laughs> my mate uh, who nerded out on keeping fish uh, in good Nook when we were kayak fishing. He had a sharpened, I think it was a sharpened, um, like piano some string out of the back of yep. a piano and was trying to nail the art of jamming it down the front of a snapper. Never really got quite there. No, you can do a kingfish but it's got to be a fairly big pelagic fish and it has to be done really quickly.
1: Another guy that we met was a tuna wrangler and he was he was talking about the art of it when they actually go to harvest the tuna because they have them in massive holding pens and they push them up the coast of Australia and then they get them in and meet them sort of halfway where they get picked up by the big Japanese trawlers.
0: There, um, I was also speaking to another, he's a rock listener actually, he was looking after my old Holden station wagon for a well and uh, he was a longline line fisherman um, when you could fish in the inner Horeiki Gulf with a long line. It was putting 10,000 hooks down a week um, and the top of the Firth of Thames, they got a $30,000 tuna on a long line. Just obviously pulled the whole thing but um, yeah, managed to send that off to the markets and get 30 grand for it and split it 10 grand each of the people on board. Wow. Two blokes with fat heads. Not for radio. With Jay and Doug. How much more time have we got? We've got a little bit. Um, This is 23 million views on TikTok. This bloke is a singer. He uploaded this. He's singing in in a set of stairs, and he uploaded this to TikTok and then went um, to go sing with his band and went to sleep without checking his phone and woke up and had, uh, I think it was, yeah, 23 million views. He's a bass singer. His name is Luke Taylor. Turn this up loud. Have a go at this bloke.
1: I've said this before, and I'll say it again. What we're massively missing is modern-day sea shanties.
0: <laughs> we <laughs> that, are. That, that reminded me of Vikings.
1: Yeah, that there used to be. There used to be all these pirate songs that they'd sing like that while they were rigging up the masts
0: or getting ready to attack people. Like yeah, but we've got Pornhub now, <laughs> no, so <laughs> you know better. So- <laughs> instead of instead of
1: pillaging other pirate ships That would have been like Sorry man, I'm just busy on the hub Just nah, chuck not- us another box of tissues And
0: leave us alone, would you? No, nah, I'm just thrashing my meat sword <laughs> <Arrgh>. <laughs> um, And one last thing to sign off with today Before we end up for radio uh, We chatted about this briefly on the radio show A brand new documentary coming out The story of Cypress Hill in Somewhere in here There is Cypress Hill, never thought we'd be making history. I am the international smuggler extraordinaire. Be Real, Muggs, and Sennin. were everything that hip-hop needed to be. Cypress comes from our generation where you had to be different.
1: The music wasn't so big yet. Cypress Hill came
0: and just kind of kicked that door in. We went from playing in front of 16 people to 150,000. They were like beautiful train wrecks. The sound of marijuana is Cypress Hill. It was very taboo to talk about it at the time. We were all trying to get it legal. Yo, y'all gotta be the Cheech and Chong in this. No extra charge, Cypress Hill. <laughs> Cypress Hill comes out. Not only were they Latin, they representing the Culture on the west coast. Cypress Hill went deeper into it like few hip hoppers have ever gone before.
1: We will hit you like this.
0: They transcended hip hop, they went beyond hip hop. trying to get crazy with this scene uh, so apparently out now I got released on Showtime um, on April 20 uh, but you'll need to find that um, wherever you do your pirated streams here in New Zealand <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll sign off with uh, insane of in the brains one of the greats and in this instantly you just go Cyprus were well, you
1: trying to get crazy with this scene don't you know I'm local loco. loco. <laughs> one of the all-time greats, Say eh? Mate, instantly reminds me of being 14, ripping apart a big pen and uh, stretching out the spring and doing some wicked-ass dots at boarding school.
0: Oh, my God. I just remember jamming that Skull and, uh, Skull and Bones album yeah. so much and it had Rap Superstar on it and Rock Superstar on the other one. Um, whatever you're up to for the remainder of your day, hopefully it's an absolute cracker. Um, myself and Jay will be back with another Not For Radio podcast tomorrow and also the um, radio show podcast as well. Um, more prizes to give away. We have Year The Boys bottle openers to give away. Um, ones, these are ones that you screw onto your outdoor furniture so you can just open your beer without getting up um, with the Year The Boys logo on them. If you want one of these, all you need to do is simply share the uh, Rock Drive podcast uh, wherever you are on social media. Wow, happy face. Can never see.
1: Insane! Insane in the membrane. Insane in the word.
0: Insane in the membrane. Insane in the web. Not for radio.